Hello and welcome to another episode of VGM Moments, the podcast dedicated to memorable pieces of video game music. I'm your host, Steve Vancouver, and as usual, we'll be talking about the moments in video game music that stuck with us, maybe through their use in the game, the emotions attached to them, or just because they're fantastic pieces of music. My guest today brings with her a wealth of musical talent and knowledge. Not only is she an accomplished singer and vocalist, performing in choral ensembles such as Angel City Chorale, as well as a number of video game scores and arrangement albums, but she also arranges pieces herself, as well as finding time to work on her own compositions. I'm delighted to welcome Mary-Kate Jimenez-Wall, aka Revan, to the show. Welcome, Mary-Kate. Hi, Steve. Thanks so much for having me. No problem at all. Thank you very much for, for joining us. You've got quite a... Well, uh, you you do a lot of things. You do, uh, I do. singing. <laughs> I do. You do composing, rearranging. Um, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about how you got into that. Well, well singing first. Let's go for the easiest one. I don't know. I've been singing basically my whole life, but mm-hmm. I didn't. And when I was younger, of course, I wanted to be a pop star because who doesn't? Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but I I don't know. I couldn't really find what I wanted to do, I was still kind of exploring different musical styles uh, growing up and I sang in choirs and I loved choral music and still do. So I I knew from a fairly young age that I wanted to write choral music and, and sing it if possible. But then in, uh, in college, I kind of got more into video game music and I had been into film music, but didn't really know how much good stuff was out there and then I heard so many different things and I was like well I could do I could do all sorts of stuff like this and it felt more suited to the kind of music I wanted to perform as as well as to write so I don't know it kind of opened all those doors of wow I can make pretty much whatever I want (laughs) you you do a lot of um rearranging you've you've got quite a few recently you've you've done quite some very well received rearrangement albums how how do you choose which games to do the rearrangements for oh my gosh it's so hard there's i have a a huge list of like potential (laughs) (laughs) potential pieces i want to arrange it's really just kind of whatever strikes in the moment and you know if i have time at that particular moment to pursue it then maybe i will sometimes i put things off for a long time and eventually come back to them <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason to it i don't know um i've got a lot of things on my on my list for this year but who knows <laughs> what i'll actually get to <laughs> whatever you feel like in in the moment i guess yes and i also it helps uh, i love being with the materia collective because i like to join the projects that they put out and mm-hmm. gives me I, I tend to work better when somebody else is telling me like <laughs> okay here's your deadline <laughs> whereas with my, with my own personal stuff it's you know I have to find I have to make my own time and that can be tougher but mm. still happens <laughs> what's the process like behind that how long does it take you to um to create each new piece oh wow it depends on on what I end up doing with it but it can be it can be very fast. It can be something I put together in in a, a matter of days or weeks, or it can be something that I start writing and then take a month or so to flesh out, or or even a couple of months, depending on my schedule. But mm-hmm. for for instance, with the Near Automata album that I did last year, that was very spontaneous and 
we are trying to keep that momentum as much as we could. <laughs> so we did we did most of it in a in a month, like the wow. whole thing. And so it was basically nonstop. Either we were playing the game or working on the music. <laughs> so so it really depends. Very good job on that. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> really, really major album. I recommend listeners to have a check out of that um for when you're rearranging do you find it difficult at all to put your own spin on on your music do you ever have other pieces that you try to emulate as is or try to put your own style on it can be a struggle actually it uh depending on the piece sometimes i want to do something that sticks closer to the original and sometimes i have ideas that i want to change about the original i mean as far as an interpretation yeah um so, yeah, it can be tough because I, you know, everyone likes to compare themselves to <laughs> to the original. So I try not to. I try to focus on making my own version of it and hoping that people will appreciate it for what it is rather than comparing it to the original. Um, yeah. But, yeah, especially for things with vocals, uh, you know, there's always going to be that, well, is this, am I bringing something new to it or am I just kind of, you know putting it out there <laughs> well as i said great pieces great albums and great rearrangements that that you've done but for now Thank we'll you. move on to your five picks that you've chosen for us on video moments excellent your very first pick is from the legend of zelda wind waker the great sea uh composed by um one of kenta nagata hajimi wakai toru minagishi or koji kondo
Mary Kate, can you tell me why this is on your list? Oh my gosh. Well, I. It's so hard to choose one piece from the Legend of Zelda series because <laughs> <laughs> I love the music from that series so much. But I think Wind Waker was the first game where I kind of where I got into the music so quickly and I became obsessed with the soundtrack and I imported the CD from Japan, Amazon Japan. And then I used to love when I first played it, I didn't play it until the remaster. I know I'm not a, I'm not a true childhood (laughs) (laughs) Zelda fan. I think it still counts. I I think so too. And, uh, I actually explored the whole map and drew my own chart and you know kind of marked down everything so I heard I heard this theme a lot and I really love it I really love I'm actually um I've sailed some in my day oh yeah (laughs) I'm not not that experienced of a sailor but I love sailing and so it really evoked that feeling for me of being out on the open water in a boat exploring adventuring um so it's just such a triumphant theme and mm. very catchy. Very I always so, loved yeah. hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> Does it how how uh, how much like real sailing is it? Do you just float just fly the sail up and it just goes like in real sailing? Oh yeah, that's yeah. it. No. <laughs> well, I mean, actually there are boats that are about the size of the King of Red Line. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually that's how I learned to sail in one of those tiny little oh. boats and they're they're pretty straightforward. You have you have your one sail and you have your your rudder that you steer with and so that's basically it but uh it's a little bit scarier than playing it in a video game (laughs) (laughs) i can imagine and there's no talking fish to help you out no there really isn't (laughs) it's just me but um i just yeah the music in that part is just so motivating here and you don't I didn't feel like it was tedious to explore Mm. the open sea in that game i really enjoyed it so yeah, brilliant. Um, in comparison to like other overworld Zelda, Zelda themes, do you have like a an, any other favorites in the series? Cause this one's very co- courageous, bold, and confident. It is. But, but there are some other ones that are more traditional, I guess, or mm-hmm. in Breath of the Wild style, very subtle, very uh, mm-hmm. subtle driven. So, do you have a, a, a any other favorites in the series? Oh my gosh, it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to pick, but I think. Um, I love how each one fits in with its particular game. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ocarina of Time Hyrule Field theme is so iconic and really introduces the character of that game, I think. Because when you first hear it, it's, you know, extremely memorable and you get a sense of how epic the game scope is. Yeah. And then I really like the the twist on that in Twilight Princess where it's also your heroic overworld theme, but it has a little bit of darkness thrown mm. in and like oh, a bit of edge to it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I really like I like that one a lot too. Um I love the music in Breath of the Wild. I think it suits the style of that game extremely mm. well too. So I mean all of the main series games have great music. So they, <laughs> it's really hard. They they can do no wrong, really. <laughs> it's, there's, I think there's a almost, almost. There's a little um, picture going around on the internet right now, but like someone stated, "What this is describes you if you've if you've played if you're, this is your favorite Zelda." And someone's oh changed it. <laughs> someone's changed it to just say, "Oh, you like this one, but that's cool. Oh, this one's really cool too. Oh, and this right, is the best. Right. Oh, oh, this is the best one. Oh, it's like yeah, that's that's how Zelda that's is. That's kind of how but, I feel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So 
we'll move on from Zelda onto mm-hmm. a very different game, Halo 4. The piece is 117, and this track was composed by Kazuma Jinuchi.
you tell me a little bit about about this piece? Oh wow. Well, this one, this one is a little different because I actually heard the music first outside okay. of the game and fell completely in love with the song. I'm. It's like in my top five pieces of video game music that I love. Mm. and which is a different list but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's equally difficult um so this one i just really loved uh i really loved the orchestration and how he included the main theme within the the newer themes yeah and then uh it's actually one of the first pieces that i arranged in college um along with daniel my now husband um <laughs> And so we spent like two days transcribing all the orchestration as much wow. as we could, and but it was such a good piece. I never felt like it was tedious. Nice. Um, but then I I later went and uh, watched the the game and the end of the game, and I just really I love how well it suits the the game where it happens because it's the final level of Halo Four. It's like this is your final mission hmm. as Master Chief in the game in the game and i mean not to i don't know if anyone cares about spoilers but let us put a spoiler uh, warning bleep, okay bleep, bleep, spoiler spoiler, go ahead. spoiler warning <laughs> um so in the in during this level cortana sacrifices herself for you and so it's really kind of really dramatic and i don't know i thought it was very moving and the music throughout is just like it puts this whole it, it takes your emotions to a huge height and like really amps up the pressure of the mission and i really i really liked that yeah see it's, it's interesting i i i think everyone's aware of halo and its music because of the work that um well, the themes that created by martin o'donnell michael salvatore for the like first three games but i hadn't ever heard the halo 4 soundtrack i do you think that maybe the first three games have overshadowed like the games going forward, the 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 four, five and six, because of how iconic the first three games music were? Yeah, I think there there's always gonna be the risk of that when the when the first games are so revered and uh so classic in the eyes of fans, it's really it's always gonna be tough to kind of measure up to that. Mm. But um I I like a lot. I like the Halo Four score a lot, and um, Kazuma Jinuchi actually went on to do Halo Five, and I loved what he did with that one too. So they're they're different from the originals, but I mean, of course, you hear you hear bits of the original music included, so it's still present, but it's a different different kind of feel. Sure. So it might not be for everyone who loves the first trilogy, but definitely worth a shot. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well, we'll swiftly move on to your next piece, which is very relevant to one of the songs you were discussing earlier on, and that is Near Automata. This piece is Birth of a Wish, This Cannot Continue, uh, by Kiichi Okabe.
tell us about Birth of a Wish. Oh my gosh, this song is crazy. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. I, I'm going to love hearing you describe the, the actual moment in the game because that is, yeah, that is crazy it's, as well. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, so I actually heard this song before playing the game, although mm-hmm. it was the other version of the song with which had uh, Become As God chanted in it instead of This Cannot Continue. Mm-hmm. But I heard that one first um, thanks to my friend Darren. He posted it and that kind of got me into the soundtrack of the game after which i was like i need to do something with this music <laughs> immediately yeah and then i also played the game and this song actually appears kind of early on in the game earlier than i expected it to because when i heard it i was like oh this must be some big you know intense level that happens in the middle yeah. or towards the end or something but no it happens pretty early on and then you're not like you said you're not <laughs> expecting what happens to happen you you're just on this mission to explore the desert and you follow you follow these machines through the desert and all of a sudden you come up on this crazy scene and of all these machines ugh, i don't know <laughs> how to describe their behavior they're like having an orgy <laughs> <laughs> But it's very disturbing. It's like, it's this is the first part of the game where you get a hint of how disturbing the game is. You know, like, what's really going on behind the scenes of the game. Yeah. Because at first, it's a pretty straightforward premise. Okay, you're fighting against these machines. You're trying to reclaim the Earth for the remnants of humanity um, so they can come back and reclaim their home. Pretty straightforward premise. But then you get to this part, and yeah, you you see these machines... They're, I mean, they almost seem like they're malfunctioning their behavior so crazy. Mm. This really intense song comes on. And then, like, this, there's, like, they give birth to this humanoid-looking machine <laughs> at the end. It's, And you're like, what is going on? And then you have to fight him. And, yeah, so it kind of gives you... Meanwhile, this very intense song is playing in the background. Mm. This beautiful, dark choral singing and... Um, really cool string parts so uh yeah it's the it's really the first hint that there's a lot beneath the surface of this game mm. more to the robots than meets the eye <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> why do you think this version of birth of the wish stuck with you more than the original or the becomers gods version i don't know i think it's because of how unexpectedly it appeared and mm-hmm. It is the first kind of boss music you hear, so to speak. Um, although, I I mean, it's hard. I love all of the music in this game. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard like for me to say. It's like picking your favorite child, isn't it? It's... It is. It is. It's hard for me to say one, one theme is better than another. So, sure. But this one was kind of the most startling to me. So that's why that's why I would say it's me- the most memorable. Sure. Um, on the overall soundtrack, it's 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 going to be hard to talk about the Automata without without spoilers. So I'm going to go straight into it yeah. and spoil <laughs> yes. even more, and just say the words "ending E." Mm-hmm. What did you mm-hmm. think of that? <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I really I really liked it. I mean, mm. it was very it was very intense, but I I don't know. I didn't want after going through this whole journey with all those characters. It's I mean, they give you some different options for how you can end the game and. Yeah. So the one we went with was kind of having them them stay rather than leave mm-hmm. and just to keep it as simply stated as possible. 
But I liked that because then it kind of gives you hope that they can rebuild something after this horrible, devastating conflict that they've all gone through. Oh, man. But then the the credits, of course, when you... (laughs) That is is some moment. (laughs) It is a really special moment. And I had heard hints of what would happen because, of course, the internet can't keep anything a secret. Of course. (laughs) Um, But it was still very, very memorable to experience that. Brilliant. From one Japanese game to another, Kingdom Hearts is next on your list. Uh, Dearly Beloved, composed by Yoko Shimomura. about this oh well this one actually this one kind of has a special place in my childhood unlike some of the other ones um and this game was kind of my introduction to the world of japanese games especially jrpg style games Mm -hmm. i hadn't played any i'd never played any final fantasy i had never you know delved into that whole realm of games up until that point but i think you know probably the the way kingdom hearts was marketed you know my brother immediately wanted to get it and so we played it and this theme which is it appears in the main menu just the piano version Mm -hmm. and that obviously sticks so deep into my brain (laughs) (laughs) but i actually this was one of the first video game pieces of music that i downloaded and had on my ipod back in the day when i had i had an ipod mini and um (laughs) those are days (laughs) i know i loved it when you had your own device for music i I did it was very exciting (laughs) and i used to listen to it on repeat all the time and just get really emotional um and then later on i would listen when i heard it it would make me think of my brother and of playing that game so and i i mean any arrangement of the of that theme is just going to be gorgeous no matter what it's it's a simple and beautiful melody Mm. you can't really ask much more than that from a piece of music it's probably a strength the fact that it is so simple and exactly exactly it just sounds so nice are you are you a fan of the rest of the series of of kingdom hearts or were you a one and done no we played let's see we played one and two when they came out and Mm -hmm. then I haven't played any of the rest, but I, I'm actually trying to replay them be- mm-hmm. before the third one comes out, but I don't know. I don't know if I'll have time to do that. But my husband's never played them, so... Okay. So it's, 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 it's an experience going to it, especially because I've, I've also been replaying. I only ever played the first one, so I've uh, mm. I've gone from the first one to 
the Game Boy Advance one. Oh yes, the, I never the, played the that. card one. It's, mm-hmm. And people told me about how the story was complicated, and then right. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing it. I'm going, what, 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 what? And then go Kingdom Hearts two, and it's like, yeah, I don't. I need to yeah. replay that because I hardly remember. <laughs> I remember certain moments of it, but there's a lot that has left my mind since then. So. <laughs> but but the Disney the Disney the Disneyness is very pretty. It's very nice it playing is. at Disney Worlds, and all of the music is is gorgeous. Oh yeah, absolutely. Sh- Shimamura as done wonders as usual are you a fan of her other work as well yes i haven't heard everything she's done but Mm -hmm. of course when she was announced for final fantasy 15 i got really excited and i've loved that soundtrack too so um i'm thrilled with pretty much everything she does i'm excited for kingdom hearts 3 Mm. i know that's going to be amazing (laughs) (laughs) fantastic um well we've 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 come to your last piece already we've whistled through these this is a (laughs) Really quick. Oh, I can talk more if you want. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is "Song of the Sea" reprise from Rhyme, composed by David Garcia Diaz, featuring Silvia Guillem Cofriquez. Viento, viento va el sueño del mar gira sin Viento a viento va durmiendo al sol, un guiño de luz se perdió, tu cuerpo se hace vientre, estatua transparente.
many apologies for the pronunciation on that. <laughs> Mary-Kate, tell us a little bit about why this is your final VJ moment. Well, this one, it was tough to narrow down this one, but this is one of the more recent ones that has stuck with me. Uh, I played this a couple months ago, not not that long ago, and, you know, I'd heard, had heard about the game, didn't know what to expect, uh, heard some of the sound, the soundtrack, and I liked it a lot, so I thought it would be a fun a fun game to try. And so playing through it, it's this beautiful game of exploration, very beautiful visuals, uh, lovely, lovely soundtrack throughout. But you don't really, you don't really understand what you're doing in the game, or I didn't, I should say, mm-hmm. not everyone. Um, you know, you, you kind of get a sense of what's happening and you get these little vignettes between sure. the, the worlds that, that give you hints. But then at the end of the game, it finally reveals the whole story, you know, the whole point of your journey, and it's a huge wave of emotions. I was very overwhelmed, and then during the credits, or during the end of the game, the this song plays again, and it's such a beautiful song, and it's in Spanish, and I love Spanish. Mm. I think more video game music should be in Spanish. <laughs> um, so it felt like this version... Because the main version is this younger singer singing, and it's beautiful. And then this the reprise at the end is sung by an older woman, and so it sounds like this comforting lullaby. And I I don't want to spoil the end of the game, you know, but I think I cried for about fifteen minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 I I've played this as well. It's once you learn what everything means, it's very right. Yeah, okay, it's good. Quite you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So, um, so that moment for me was incredibly impactful. Uh, hearing the theme again, you get a different sense of what it means. It's kind of wrapping itself around you while you're dealing <laughs> with all these emotions. <laughs> yeah, I love the soundtrack. I probably love the soundtrack more than I like the game. Yes, that I understand. What were your impressions of the game itself? I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a a nice length for me. I had just played too many long games. I I don't know why I always like these RPGs and they... (laughs) They last forever, but I so I really liked the the size of this game. It was beautiful. the The art is just gorgeous, and um, I kind of like that they don't they don't feed you a lot of story. They kind of just let you explore mm-hmm. um, and get a sense of the world. And it was kind of confusing because some of it, most of it, is kind of follows your expectations of what a game like this would be. It draws a lot from you know, Journey and other similar games. Mm-hmm. But then there some some levels were kind of unexpected. In the middle, when you have to, like, remove the lights from some of the these towers, I for, I mean, I, it's, I was like, why am I doing this? I, you know, it didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't understand the context of what I was doing, and I was like, this seems like it's having an impact, but I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> But the music throughout is beautiful, and it was just kind of a nice, a nice game to play. And then you realize what you're doing when you get to the end, and it's like, oh my gosh, it puts the whole thing in perspective. Definitely an underrated score from last year. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's um, it's also the only non-Japanese composer on your list. Do you tend to lean more towards Eastern composers, or is it just a, is it just a, a coincidence? I think I don't know. I think it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. 
I mean, I would say that's a significant part of what I what I listen to, but you know, some of my some of my runners up on my <laughs> on my list. Next time they can make it. <laughs> Western composers. Well, actually, what I did was I went through your previous episodes and made sure that I wasn't repeating any songs. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to give other music a chance. Was there anything you would have you would have repeated? Yes, maybe, but. For instance, I love the score to Skyrim a whole sure. lot. That's also another one of my favorite soundtracks. And I know Priscilla talked about that a lot in her episode. So I, uh, and she said, she said so many great things about it. I didn't <laughs> feel, I didn't feel like I needed to repeat it, but um, so, and the, there's a lot. I love, um, I love a lot of Jessica Curry's music, of course. There's, yeah, there's a whole bunch of music I could have talked about that, I had to I had to cut from my top five, but well, I um, I, I, I think your top five is fantastic. It's nicely balanced. So. Yes, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, Mary Kate, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a really good chat about your pieces. Um, is there anything you'd like to tell our audience about? Oh gosh, I'm <laughs> leaving it wide open. Wide open. <laughs> anything you want. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think. I'm just really excited for a lot of the game music that has come out recently and is coming out this year. And I'm hoping to become more involved in game music. So hopefully you'll see more of me. But even if you don't, there's so much there's so much great music out there. And I hope people who don't necessarily listen to a lot of it give it a chance because it's so varied. You can't pigeonhole it into one style. Absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye out for you on your various social media channels. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We, of course, also have our own social media channels. Twitter, VGM underscore moments. There's Facebook, there's YouTube, and we're on iTunes somewhere. Find us, rate us if you like us. If you don't, oh, well, never mind. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll join me next time for some more VGM moments. Until then, have an excellent day. Bye, everybody.